It is a few months into lockdown and odds are you probably marathoned your way through the very best new movie and TV shows that uh, is on offer, particularly um, on uh, social media, particularly on streaming sites like Netflix and Showmax. Um, every week, uh, every second week, arts and entertainment reporter Pumlani Langa joins me on the line just to tell us what are some of the more popular picks that are available on, to stream online. Pumlani, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Lester. How's it going? That's all right. I think I've, um, you know, blown my way through a lot of the shows on Netflix. I haven't signed up to show Max just yet, but I find I am more of a YouTube person. I am now attracted to on-demand, you know, channels of like niche interest on YouTube rather than, you know, aimlessly scrolling through show Max, uh, through Netflix looking for something to watch. No, I absolutely understand. And, you know, YouTube obviously is a, is a vaster pool for us to draw from, um, which makes it lovely, you know, makes it amazing. But uh, it's, it's always better to have, you know, the more, more, the more options, the merrier. Oh, definitely. And look, what, what I appreciate about YouTube uh, and YouTube channel hopping is exactly that. It's that niche market. It's that looking for things of, of interest. I, I, I find I'm quite interested in video essays now. Uh, video essays that, you know, unpacks um, popular culture theory. Uh, so it's very, very interesting. But that's the whole point of streamable services. You go to exactly what you want and you binge on it. Absolutely. I mean, the era of you know having someone decide what it is that you're going to be watching and when is, you know, perhaps getting phased out a little bit, you know? Mm. Now, this week, we are featuring two uh, new shows, one movie, one new show. The first one is, your first pick is sort of an office-like comedy. It's called Miracle Workers. Let's just have a quick listen before you tell us what it's about. God, I know it's been a rough few thousand years, but you've still got a lot of fans down there. Do you know how long it's been since someone sacrificed a ram to me? I thought that grossed you out. You know, it did, but at the same time, there was something nice about it. So what's your job, Craig? I'm surprised. Seems like there's a lot of problems down on Earth. Mama. I am transferring you to the Department of Answered Prayers. I'm Eliza. I'm Craig. Welcome to Answered Prayers. You have arrived just in time. Two billion prayers received. We have to answer all those prayers? I generally try and shoot four, three, four a day. Although, now that I've got you, a teammate, there's no telling what we can do. I'm thinking five, six, maybe as many as six. Anyway, big day ahead of us. Here's to the team. Cheers. <laughs> oh. Please, God, we need your help. Earth is in big trouble. It is a mess. We need a miracle. We've got to do something. You know what? You're right. Let me ask you. The show is called Miracle Workers. It's a workplace comedy that's set in heaven, Pumlani. Pretty much. I mean, you know, the, the general pre premise is what if Earth was just an accident created by someone who really didn't have, you know, a good idea of what they were doing. Mm. 
And this FX presentation stars Daniel Radcliffe, you know, obviously famous uh, for his efforts in Harry Potter, and the legend that is Steve Buscemi. The pair also produced the show. You know, it's a little tongue-in-cheek and perhaps pieces on the verge of offense, at least if you're religiously inclined, I would say. Buscemi plays God, you know, the God of the earth, and he heads up heaven where Daniel Radcliffe works as an angel in the answered prayers division. So they take a, a satirical stance at the notion of the supreme being who created the world and is not doing such a great job at running it. The first season has maybe around seven or so quick episodes, quite binge-worthy. Mm. And, you know, it, it, you might want to prepare yourself, as I said, if you're religiously inclined. I may avoid it altogether. I'm not sure. I mean, there are stages in which, you know, God, the, the character that Steve Buscemi is playing, is, is depicted as, as being illiterate, among other things. I do get, I get the overall vision. You know, they poke mm. and at the whole idea and question notions of free will. It's it's interesting, you know, at the very least a, a convincing thought experiment. It, it, I don't know how you feel, man. It, it reminded me, when I, when I watched the trailer, it, uh, it reminded me a little bit of um, The Big Lebowski set in yeah. heaven with gods mm. being the dude. Um, he's sort of being, uh, not a bum, but a guy not really interested in, in, you know, the important things in life. And God in this, in this show is the CEO of heaven. And he sort of, he sort of lets everyone, um, to, to their devices. He's sort of an unaffected CEO who lets these departments run by angels sort of to their own devices. That's, that's, that's the gist of it. I mean, look, I'm not going to go so far as to say you'll have a existential epiphany for, as a result of watching this. But it, it, it will, it's a conversation piece. It, it does give you something to maybe to ponder. It's very interesting, I must be honest. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see Daniel Radcliffe uh, again. I think he's a brilliant actor. And yes, I would always see him as, uh, as, uh, uh, as, as, as Harry Potter, but seeing him take on a lot more serious adult roles and in this case uh, a comedic role uh, it, it's, it's quite refreshing yes I, I, don't, I don't believe it's maybe too much of a stretch for for Radcliffe to play the socially awkward you know Brits mm. which he does in this but it is as you say good to see him in something else he is perhaps typecast as, as Harry Potter you know that iconic role and it's, it's been interesting to watch him in particular out of all those Harry Potter kids Try to shake that and grow as an artist. The, the, the next flick that's up, and I promised myself, um, and I hope it's available on Netflix South Africa, it's uh, Spike yeah. Lee's new uh, new film. It's called The Five Bloods. It looks really, really exciting. But before you take us through it, let's have a listen to the trailer. Black GI, is it fair to serve more than the white Americans that sent you here? Nothing is more confused than to be ordered into a war to die without the faintest idea of what's going on. I dedicate this next record to the soul brothers of the 1st Infantry Divisions. Be safe. Gentlemen, welcome back to Vietnam. 
Pumlani, I am a huge Spike Lee friend from Do the Right Thing to Bamboozle to She's Gotta Have It. Anything that this man puts out, I will definitely watch. Please tell me it's available on Netflix South Africa when I get home this evening. It, it is indeed. You, you, you guys actually interrupted my viewing of it. I, I paused it halfway <laughs> through to so come on and have a chat with you guys. It, it's, you know, it's the five bloods, as you say, which is what African-American GIs would refer to, you know, would call each other in the U.S. Army. And it's a Spike Lee joint, you know, made specifically rather for this platform. And I do believe Uncle Spike might be back. I was a little worried in the last couple of projects, and I know you might maybe not agree with this, Lester. For me, weren't his best. Mm. Um, the show derived from his movie, She's Gotta Have It, wasn't really up to standards for me. The remake of the Chinese film, a masterpiece called Old Boy, um, with Josh Brolin in the lead, you know, fell short of the mark for me. Then, of course, he wins the Oscar for Black Klansman, mm. which is the story of uh, an African-American cop who goes undercover and infiltrates the, the Ku Klux Klan. But, I mean, if you watch the film, is, is that really what happened? Or did he just, just, just you know, mm. his, his white colleague to, you know, infiltrate the Ku Klux Klan? But that's neither here nor there. Mm. This time, however, I think, you know, he's worked in Delroy Lindo, his longtime collaborator of his, you know, an actor. As, along with Chadwick Bosman, who's, you know, the, the star of, dare I say, the underwhelming and extremely gassed Black Panther. Mm. But um, he has struck gold this time. It's, you know, intelligent use of shooting. You know, they shot part of it on film to show the difference between present day and the Saigon of old. So if mm. I take you into the story more, it follows a group of 60-something retirees, war veterans, mourning the loss of their quadrant leader, the Italian leader, a man called Storm and Norman, played by Chadwick Bosman, who died in battle and they returned to the jungles of Saigon to find his body and a keepsake of gold that is buried along with it. It's, it's incredibly shocking. Pumlani, when I, when I saw that plot line of returning to a former war zone looking mm. for a pot of gold, it, it reminded me of the movie Three Kings, which, mm. uh, which, Absolutely. which, uh, where the three protagonists, they are in the Iraq war and they go looking for the looted gold of, uh, yes. of so Saddam Hussein. Right? Yes, Mark Wahlberg, George Clooney and, and Ice Cube. And, and uh, there was quite a lot of similarities in that plot line. You know, to the five bloods. Absolutely. And obviously, I think this is, dare I say, you know, Uncle Spike's apocalypse now, you know. Mm. Uh, the, the script was actually picked up and, and readapted, as he did with Black Klansman by, um, you know, Spike and his longtime collaborator, um, Kevin, Kevin Walters, I believe. And they, the two of them reworked the script to, it was originally going to be an Oliver Stone movie, but he passed on it. And they reworked it to tell the story of the, the blood, you know, the black, the African-American soldier in the war. Mm. And, you know, it's not a story that we've seen you know, a lot at all, as far as I'm concerned. Oh. And it's, it's intelligently shot, as I say, the, the motif he uses to, to, to depict the different times, the, 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 the actors he's employed. It's, 
it's a really intellectual piece and, 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 and argue, arguably the ceiling of cinematic efforts so far in 2020. Pumlani, you have got me hooked. I'm getting home and I'm watching The Five Bloods. Pumlani, Pumlani S. Langa, art and entertainment reporter at City Press. Go and press play again on that movie and we'll chat to you in two weeks' time.